What is wait, the wait, difference? Wait, 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 introduce wait, 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 the episode. Mickey D's show. Mickey D's podcast. Mickey D's. DJ Rell's also in this mug. You know. Spiffy, a.k.a. Abner, a.k.a. Handy Handy. Danny Inspector Mandy. Gadget is what I like to call him. Yes, sir. This nigga got every gadget in the yeah. world. But uh, episode 11. Yes, say. Mm-hmm. Unse, right? How's, how you say it? Once. Once. Excuse me. Once. Wait, 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 Once. wait, wait. wait, wait. Before, Before, we, cuatro. Before we continue, how was our energy level? Last time we did a double shift. Yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah, it was, I was crap. Yeah, That's was, what I'm saying. Yo, we need to get some alcohol in this bitch. You oh, know, yeah, get some let's do energy it. drinks from my man over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, But we got to get that sponsorship. We got to get the bag first. What's your alcohol? What's my alcohol? Like when I do my annual What's your shot? vice? No, no, no. What's your oh. like, what's your vice? Like what's, what would you say is like you indulging? Like a Snickers bar? Mm, yeah. It's probably like outside of water. Some sugar. Some sugar, yeah. Wait, what's your go-to? Anything I can find in the house. Like I just need something. Like just some, <laughs> some sort of carbs or some sort of sugar, something sweet. I'm saying like if you're at the club, like you're DJing, like you just, you want some sugar or some shit like that. What would oh, you at, like? at that point, I don't, I don't ever crave like. Unless I'm like in Singapore where my set's like at 2 a.m. and I'm yeah. stupid tired. Yeah. I'm, I might like usually Red Bulls, Red Bulls on tap. Yeah. So I might like have a half a Red Bull, but I, I try and power through and just not even fuck with yeah. it. Dude, DJ Amen once at a playhouse pulled out Twizzlers and Pocky Stick. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, let's go. Like, like mid set, this man's handing me a pocky stick. Like, yo, you want? You want to? Yeah. What the? <laughs> anyway, oh, episode eleven. Yeah, yes, sir. We're back in this B, and it actually might be the last time we're on this set. Right. Right. Yeah, because uh, DJ yeah. City's moving. DJ City's making we moving some moving on up. Oh, we moving on up and closer to the valley. Yeah. Thank, um, thank so, you, Jesus. Yeah, don't tell nobody where we're at, man. To the east side. But, um, going more east. East side, boys. <laughs> uh, now, we're, yeah, we're moving. Yep. Um, bigger bigger spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited. DJ T- City team. Um, beat Source team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, got big teams, big rings. Yep. And big dreams. Yep. So uh, I, I I have a question. Yep. And uh, you know, obviously, connects with the song we just played. What is the difference between a city boy, a hot boy, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, but a fuck boy? Okay. And I only say fuck boy because I've seen some people call city boys fuck boys, and some people call city uh, hot boys fuck boys. So I guess it's based on your perception. But well, what's the difference between the three? Let me tell you the difference. What's the and difference? this is and this is this is the definition that they put in the Urban Dictionary. Okay. For anybody that's looking it up, because obviously it, up. it was called so, Urban right. Dictionary. A city boy is basically someone that is more is focused on securing the bag, not letting any quote unquote hot girls wow. get in the way. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh, city boy. They they're living their best lives. Okay. Uh. Focusing basically someone that's on their grind, focusing and and you know pursuing whatever it is that okay. they want to pursue. That's your city boy. A male who is living his very best life and chasing the bag. Emphasis on chasing the bag. So he can be in a relationship. At all times without letting hot girls or any female get in the way. See? Okay, well, you can still be in a relationship. You could be in a relationship. Yeah, it doesn't say you you can't be in a relationship. You could be in a relationship, you know? You could be in a committed, happy relationship, right? Only Uh, Rel Rel can read the third. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You read it. The third one. No, the third one. Oh, a real ass nigga who don't give a fuck about you stank ass bitches and it's about his money. <laughs> nigga, we on our city boy shit. <laughs> I dig it. I ain't reading um, that. Trap. Uh, uh, a hot, hot boy, boy. A hot boy basically is is um, 
is someone that is uh, it's basically a drug dealer. Ooh. Mm. Right? A hot boy is basically someone that is and is, you know, out is, is loud about being a drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Now, I wonder Most, if that's the same definition from way back. What you need, uh, I need a hot boy. Yeah, probably so, is. I mean, yeah, it yeah. could be. You know what I'm saying? Now, one who is notorious for selling drugs, someone who brings more attention than necessary to themselves mm. in their dealing of drugs, oftentimes gets arrested. Exactly. Hmm. One point. Now, the fuck so, boy. Superfly ain't a hot boy. He kept it low key. He kept it low key. Yeah. Eh, but did he? Because look at the fits that he wore. You can say the same thing about Frank Lucas. He, he wasn't loud. He, he wasn't loud, but, but he but still Superfly, stood out. He, he, the reason why he succeeded for so long was because he kept it under the radar until someone put him blasted. You know, same thing with him. Frank Lucas. Yeah. Well, he wore that stupid jacket, jacket his girlfriend the, yeah, gave him. Yeah, exactly. So I'd be pissed off. He's, yeah. he's dumb. But, uh, but hey, he got pissed <laughs> off. He burned the jacket, he right? He did, yeah. but it was too late. It was too late. RZA <laughs> got that yeah. ass. RZA got after uh-huh. him. Killed his uh, dog. And only all. Lucas I know is a candy. A fuckboy is, I guess, uh, that's kind of self-explanatory. You know, a fuckboy yeah. is all right. someone that is, you know, out here running game, only cares about fuck, hooking up with bitches left and right. And fuckery. Just, you know, the fuckery. He's, he's with the fuckery. Rel's internal uh, Urban Dictionary is on point. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. This is a really long definition. I'll try. Well, Just so, you yeah, guys can come. Short out. version. Well, basically, it says asshole boy who is strictly in sexual relationships. He will lead a girl on and let her down, then apologize only to ask for pics once the girl is, has welcomed him back into her trust. Fuck a bullshit. woman wrote that. Boys oh, like <laughs> woman wrote this. I, I know, I know what boys, that sounds. That's a woman. Boys like. This will pretend to genuinely care about the girl, but always fail to prove the supposed affection. He almost never makes plans because he has to hang out on his terms, which could be the most whimsical of times. Yeah. And if he, if well, the girl rejects, <clears throat> no. and if the girl rejects those plans because she has a legitimate reason for this is definitely a woman that wrote this. Yeah, yeah. listen, <laughs> reason for not being able to hang out, he will get pissed. However, if yeah. plans are made and he will bail on them without a second thought. If a girl tries to stand up to this asshole, yeah, he will most yeah, likely woman definitely wrote this, deny yeah. everything and turn it yeah. all around what on the girl. Mean? I don't make, give a fuck what your friend said. Making it seem as though the conflict was at stake it is her me. fault. And he has done nothing wrong and hates when girls I'm, bitch I'm at just, him for I'm no reason. Out here. Fuck, like, you can't tell listen, me anything. I'm but out I will here. say this. Hey, Hold on. The sicker part, ahead, part is great. He will always come crawling back because he is a horny <laughs> prick. <laughs> That Listen, is a female. We cannot all, withstand the dispossession no dude calling another of dude one a of his bays because he has more than one, that's for sure. But yeah, oh, We have yeah. all, for the most easy, part, easy, easy, for the most part, be careful. in our past, Watch careful. Out. we've all been fuckboys at some point. Oh, sure. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's I'm possible. Saying, oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. At some point in your life, and I'm not speaking for all men. Of course not. You know, there's yeah. there's some not all men, but all there, there's there's some quote unquote straight edge guys, and you know we yeah. salute them, and you know those guys yeah, that yeah. you know whatever the snare, you know the reason is, yeah. but for the most of us, especially us DJs yeah. in this industry, we've had our moments in life where we've been fuck boys, yeah, guilty, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, you know, I'm happily, I'm happily married. So yeah, yeah, we we passed that. Especially happily married, we, we passed, passed that. that. We we older, yeah. we mature. He passed the fuckboy you know phase. We we passed the fuckboy phase. Mm-hmm. We've learned from those those lessons that uh, that we've experienced, and you know, we move on. We're, we're past that, and that brings us to our question. Yep, how to maintain a relationship with mm-hmm. a woman while you're DJing? 
Well, let's just say this industry, right? Nightlife industry a little bit. Nightlife industry. From our perspective, yeah. from our in, in, as in DJs, the industry, we, it's tough. We touched about it. We touched on it a little yeah, bit we, uh, we, last, yeah, epi- we, last episode. We teased y'all. Um, well, it just seems to be a big topic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And I think you, uh, I think it was Mike that said it. Uh, if you're... If your significant other is in the industry, it's a lot easier because they understand it. And if or you, it oh, could be worse sometimes. because they know what happens in the True. industry. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, that just comes down to that just comes down to the trust between you and your significant other. Yeah. But like what Mike also said in the last episode is if um if you were DJing prior to dating your significant other, yeah. then you know what you signed that up person for. you know what you signed up for. You know that this person is in the industry. You know it for the most part. You have somewhat of an idea of what that means. You signed up for this shit. Yep. Look, so, man, everything is all hunky dory at the beginning of the relationship. Of course, when you're in the honeymoon, honeymoon phase, phase, you're like, look, baby, yeah. you know, I got a DJ. I got to do what I got to do. It's cool. I trust you. You do your thing. I'm here to support you. And then when you get out of that honeymoon phase mm-hmm. a couple shit, months get later, real. oh, oh, yeah, I saw that girl request that song. Yeah, what was that song she requested? Mm-hmm. You didn't play it, did you? Nah. Like, she, you gotta <laughs> like, you, you gotta, you gotta, all right, hey, back up, take a step back. It ain't even about the song. I realize this. Yeah. It's not about song. You have an issue with girls in my ear, but you gotta understand that we were in a very loud situation. It comes situation. with the territory. It comes with the territory. There's gonna be girls that are just, they don't even like me. They're just trying to get something on the gram. Yeah. You know? And there's go, and there's go, there's gonna be girls that do try to hit on you because they don't know that you're in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't want nobody that nobody's going to hit on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, my girl's a DJ. If they ain't looking, I don't if want they, her. If they ain't looking, I don't want her. You know what I'm saying? You should be like, cool. I, I, the trust got to be there in a relationship. If your trust is there and you trust your partner and you guys communicate and that communication is solid and it's always there, then there should be no issues whatsoever. Right. Your understanding of what that that person's goals are and, and what they're trying to accomplish in their career and you know what I mean, in this industry, then if you're understanding and you're supportive, there should be no issues whatsoever. Yeah. Now, I think we talked about in the last episode, you said that um, the uh, the question that we got, that person was, they had a jealous significant other, right? Look, this is what I learned growing up, and this, I'm going to have fun with this, so please don't take me serious. No, yeah. This is what I learned growing up from when I was a kid, and this is what OGs taught me, and it really shined a light on me when I was in high school. Okay. okay. Women are jealous creatures by nature. Okay. Okay. Now they they are and more. I mean, like men, we 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 you know we get our egos, and that what can ultimately be our death. Yep. But when when you example when you give attention to one woman, uh-huh. and another woman has something for you, whether it's in a relationship or whether she just has a thing for you, she's not having it. She's not okay with that because because they are a territorial. Okay. Whether you're with a woman or not, I, re- I remember even back in to high school mm-hmm. when we're still trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. And and if I give attention to another girl and another girl like me, and I'm just like, but we're not even in a relationship. Why yeah. are you tripping? You know. So as far as I can remember, that's it. It's it's uh it's in a woman's nature to be jealous of one. It's a very competitive thing. Shit, it probably goes back to uh, um cavemen. Yeah. Right. I mean, That's ultimately, I mean, it's it's your uh, what's the part of your brain, your primitive side mm, of your brain mm-hmm. that is you know you kick in the survival mode. Yeah. You know, then you can take it to Darwinism. 
Yeah, I mean, survival it goes back fizz. to uh, some, survival some, of the fizz. That's why some, we gain ass shots. That's some happened getting... to most of these girls when they were younger. Some, some, yeah. they experienced some young teenage dude or even younger who doesn't know themselves. Like you said, trying to figure themselves out and did some foul shit, and they carried that on to the rest to their adulthood. And yeah. they always got that jealousy, and they always got to know what's going on. Are they doing this? Yeah. Are they doing that? But yeah. but and that and that part is like the tricky part, right? Because, and I think, uh, fortunately, we live in an era now where it's um, the mental side of health, yeah, or the health of the mental state is even more dominant of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I know we're really light on this on this topic, but at the end of the day, right? Like giving advice to everybody else, like part of the your job in a relationship is to break down some of those walls to understand each other better, right? Yeah, like absolutely. the jealousy and all those things that we're talking about or, and we're just speaking based on our experiences because we cannot speak on, Outside on anyone of else's. Yeah. yeah. Women, I mean, are all of our women listeners, by all means. Chime like, in, please. Chime in. We want to smoke. Us, we might have smoke. episode two of this. Right. We're, <laughs> right. we're, good. we're probably going to need a follow-up episode. We, we, we might have a pigeons to the... Uh, <clears throat> What's oh, oh, it's, uh, it's uh, scrubs. It's scrubs. We might have pigeons and scrubs. Right. Yeah, ahead. and so which is fair, you know, and and all three of us represent different points of relationships, engaged, you know, relationship, um, living together, and then yeah. I'm still just chilling. But um, hot boy. are you? Good? Are you- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a hot boy. City, city boy. boy. That's right. right I'll, city be, boy. I'll, I'll take I'm, city boy. I'm figuring it out. You I'm see these shorts? No, <laughs> they, they they crinkly for a reason. <laughs> Now, um, but uh, getting back to the serious topic of things, I mean, it just comes down to uh, being able to understand your partner better. You know, I've been through experiences where I've had to learn the hard way or yeah. by experience yeah. versus being able to talk through things. And, you know, um, I've dated in the industry a couple times mm-hmm. and it it does and can complicate things based on um you know other relationships or whatever but i've been in in different relationships in nightlife and i understand the the complications with it you know that come with that whether it's just knowing different people or you might have hung out with somebody and it comes off the wrong way that even if you just went with lunch with somebody but they know each other Mm -hmm. you know and it, it might bring up a different kind of conversation that really starts on the bad foot if you will yeah but ultimately with the partner i think it definitely comes down to just getting to know them beyond the attractions that that first come or the hanging out or yeah you know liking some of the same things you know you have to have deeper conversations to understand how they really feel and sometimes they won't tell you and that makes it even more difficult yep but yeah. I communication think, is key. Yeah, and so once you you know gain and earn trust, because none of that stuff is given off the bat. Like you have to prove those things, and I think that's when things get healthier and better. I'm assuming in the relationship. Um, you know, you guys have been in long term relationships yeah. now. I think um, the the best teacher you'll ever have is experience. So if you are in a jealous relationship, and uh, you have to really take a step back from every encounter. And just really dissect. And I kind of touched on this in the last episode when we went through our questions. So you need to take a step back and um, really dissect why this is happening. Because I promise you, it's not what's on the surface. Yeah, It's not this girl in your ear. It's not um, 
just whatever you're doing on Instagram, there's something that's triggering that reaction because if she had confidence in herself, in her relationship, and she trusted everything about your relationship, this wouldn't be an issue. But something is triggering her to take a deep dive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's dig into it. Why Why is she reacting this way? Well, how well do you know your girlfriend? Mm. Do, do you know what she went through as a child? Does she know what she went through as a child? Does she or do boyfriend? You, do you know? Do you know what her previous relationship was? Do you mm. do you know what um, phobia was created when she was in junior high or high school? Mm. Like we fall in love with these beautiful women because they're beautiful, and and you know we see what we see things on social media that really attract us to these beautiful women, but you you don't really know what their story is. Yeah, you don't do the research. So, so, and it may be embarrassing if you've been dating this girl for a couple months, I mean, a couple years, but don't you may that. want to take the time to be like, hey, I have a lot of questions and I, I really don't mean to offend you because I'm probably going to sound like a shit, uh, uh, a piece of shit boyfriend, but I, I want to get to know you a little more because I feel like if I can understand a little bit more about you mm-hmm. and understand why these things are triggered, yeah, or why you feel this way, um, then I can, I can, I think we can get to the bottom of these issues. And it's, and I, and I promise you, it's chances are it's something that's happened in the past that makes them feel insecure, that makes them react a specific way. Yeah, and and it's probably something they saw you do while you were single. Yeah. Or they saw your friend do. Mm. If they see your friends are running around hooking up with all these girls, 100% she's going to connect that back to you yeah. and say, that's how they are. Chances are you're like this. Yeah. You know? So, it, you know, my advice to these uh, to guys that are in these jealous relationships is, is really understand who your girlfriend is and where you're coming from. Because you may not, you, you may learn stuff about her five years from now. Or or months from now, and you'd be like, "Yo, I I didn't know this going." Because you never want to put your business on the streets when you first date a girl. Imagine if you go on a first date with the girl, and she says, "Well, this is where I'm fucked. This is where I'm fucked up. I have these issues. I have these issues with this brother. I have this happened with this guy." And you'll be like, "Uh, I'm good. No, thank <laughs> you." So you know, of course, you're gonna learn this shit as you go. Yeah. But it's up to you to take a deep dive and figure out why she overlooks things or why she acts a specific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, you got to, I mean, before you take that, like you said, the deep dive, like at that point, maybe it's, start, it's time to start asking some of those like more difficult questions to ask. And then going back, I mean, Kanye, some of the prettiest girls have the lowest self-esteem. Like yeah. the reality is like we live in a world where like it demands perfection based on social media and people want you to look a certain way and you, you yeah. know you take 100 pictures and only post one and it's the best one you know people don't like sharing their flaws but yeah. really our flaws and our failures and the things that we've learned from are the things that we've gained the most from and we're not sharing that anymore and so it yeah. gives this next generation this whole fucking concept that i gotta be like this i gotta get to this yeah. level or yeah. it's not worth sharing like i can only imagine a dj doing a gig somewhere that <clears throat> might have been a big deal to them but because their boys are doing something bigger they're not going to post it mm, or they're not yeah. going to like yeah. recap it the way they they could yeah and yeah. they're going to hold back because it doesn't live to the public perception yeah and so going back to the the relationship this- side of things like it's just you know i can only imagine in this world and and today like the level of just you know 
transparency and communication that's key to to keep things healthy. Yeah. You know? So Let me ask you this, Mike. You know, you're a single one. Joe and I are in relationships. Right. How is it and for for our uh single uh single listeners out there yeah. that are probably dating, yeah. going on dates or whatever, how is it for you? Like, do you um do you necessarily invite girls out to your gigs? Do you be like, hey, I'm spinning here, come out? Or do you feel like you got to spend a little bit more time with a girl before you allow her to see you in that atmosphere mm. well, or experience you, know, you in that atmosphere, I should say? You know what's funny about that? Because, and, and being single, it's like, obviously it's a little easier to, there's no like line to have to respect in regards to like somebody else's feelings. Yeah. But, um, you know, being someone who's trying to get back like into the real swing of things, like in a more consistent schedule or just being busier in the nightlife world. Because again, I used to do that a hundred percent of my time and now it's like 30% of my time. if yeah. that. And so, and that's counting the pod. So the reality is like, I'm, I'm not as focused on it um, as much, but I have found myself to, um, be comfortable and confident in building relationships with um, women in general. Mm-hmm. And the the tough part about that is, like, I'm not... I invite a lot of girls to, to gigs. Yeah. But not with the intent to, like, date them. I think I just invite them out because that's, like, one, it looks good with at the venue. Right? Yeah. Um, no disrespect to my friends, my boys. But like you know, at we the end understand. of the day, like women make <laughs> the club ugly. go. You know, I mean, you're you're, you're a good looking guy, man. So you give you that. You too, real. I don't want to leave anybody out. Abner, hey. you look great. <laughs> Bottom of the totem pole out. <laughs> know your ranking. Know your ranking. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all, y'all were invited to dinner. All right? Y'all were invited to, to dinner. Closest to furthest. <laughs> y'all made the top six, sixteen. That's <laughs> something. Oh my god. But anyway, <laughs> like I, you know, like I, I invite I invite women to to my gigs, and I keep open like you know lines of communication and friendship with women. And like again, like there's no pressure. Like if you can make it out, you can make it out. You can't, you can't. Yeah. And then on the dating side of things, I've just at this point learned to just you know um, develop friendships. And you know if, if something else goes from there, or the conversations kind of change, which sometimes you can read, you know, then at that point that's a different conversation or a yeah. different type of hanging out. But at the same time, the tricky part of that is some women who you might be friendly with or invite out, they're thinking you're trying to get with them. Yeah. Mm. And like, that's not my intent Yeah, because it yeah. puts a different kind of pressure on you just being there. Yeah. You know, I've invited girls to dinners where it's like group involved and it's just like, yo, like I just like having conversations and just getting to know people and period, because I feel like there's, something that we can all benefit from each other. And at that point, like, you know, just, it's just to evolve in life. Yeah. Um. So to, to answer your question there, yeah, sure. There's certain gigs or experiences, or if there's like an out of town gig, like that's like a hard, like ask, you know, mm-hmm. unless you really know them or get to know them. Yeah. Cause what if it's like a weird night and then now you're stuck like trying to get to know this person while it's awkward. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just... No, but um, one thing I want to say is, uh, <laughs> is um, attention it plays a big role, and rightfully so, your girlfriend or boyfriend is gonna want a lot of attention from you, and because you are traveling, you're working on music, you maybe have a day job or you got kids, and he or she may feel like, when are we gonna have time to get? No, 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 not. 
I'm not talking about going to the club and hanging out in yeah. your booth and drinking from your bottle. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of attention. I'm not talking about at the dinner table. Like, when are we going to spend time? So there's a balance to everything, right? For yeah. things to work, there's got to be a balance. So you have to give her uh, your undivided attention. You got to create time for that. I know with uh, my girlfriend, Sam, I I create that time for her, especially right before I'm going to travel. Yeah. Like, I try and create that time. Or, uh, you know, she wants simple things like after we eat, let's watch, let's watch in a couple episodes of, uh, of Big uh, Bang The Theory. Office or, um, or Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> it's great writing. Yeah. I'd, f- I'd fuck with the Golden Girls if it yeah. was out there. This hey, shit's dope. Yeah. But, um, no but, judgment. Uh, yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, like just little things. And she'll tell me like after two or three episodes, okay, I'm good. Like, you know, you can go back to your music or do what you're doing. And um, I think just when, when you show that you're thinking about them, it, it makes them feel like, okay, there's both, there's two people in this relationship. I got a question though. Yeah. I got a question from one of the DJs if we want to answer that. Mm-hmm. Well, we I... do have to get to a yeah. one question. Yeah. Um, does, our, does our end our conversation on relationships? Not quite. No. But no. I mean, what, what else you, so you want to throw yeah. in there? Okay, so we got to attention. Like, let's let's set up your night before you go DJ. Mm-hmm. How can you make your let's just say woman because that's we all have women and we deal with women. How can you um, create a happy situation for our significant other or a girl we're dating or a girlfriend or fiance? So what we do, we we go out. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll, we'll go out to a movie or if we don't want to spend money. We go walk the dogs at a park. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you just ask the question, answer it to again. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get things going. I'm trying to get brainstorming here. I get, I get it, Jump I get in it. when you're ready. Yeah, yeah, Jump yeah. in. All right. God bless you. Thank you. My bad. Go ahead. Tell all us right, what so, you do. So so you go out. You just figure out a way to give her your undivided attention. Okay, Rel. You're about to go on a, a tour, or you're about to go to Arizona on a weekend with uh, Check One Two. Yep. Jenna's staying home. Yep. What? What? What's, That's your, funny. what's so, the game plan? That's great. So last weekend I had to do. I was in San Francisco for Perfect. Check One Two. Perfect. Um, and uh, I went without. A, I went out of town without my girl. You know, majority of the time because she works for the company, they try to set it up where we go both go. Yeah. But she couldn't go with me this wasn't time. Wasn't in the budget. Um, was not in the budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, so we we usually spend time whether that is have dinner with each other. Um. We find something to do in that time. So yeah. go out, go have dinner, whether it's the night before or the, you know, the day before I have to go out or something like yeah. that. We have dinner. You know, I'll check in with her. If I'm on my gig, I'm like, yo, just checked in. Spot looks crazy. Yeah. Um, or it's bitches dead in everywhere. here. It's dead in here. And they I'm like, and, and I'll tell her, I'm like, man, these bitches in my ear right now. Like, 20 girls in the booth. Yeah, 20 girls in the booth. They, they got bitches man. on like, like, I, I, and I'll, yeah. I'll tell Might her that to shit. take one home for both of us. Yo, I, I'm, and you know what the funny thing about it is? I'm extremely honest with her about that shit. I'm like, yo, this is bad bitch here. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? She got fat ass. And I'll, and I'll say that to her. <laughs> like, but yeah. understand something. My girl is extremely cool and open and like, you know what I mean? So okay. most she like a lot of corn. a lot of yeah she you know what I mean a yeah. lot of women are not like that so yeah. going back to what you said knowing your significant other yeah. right, I know right, my right. significant other I know what I can say and what I yeah. can't say Joe what, what happened if you said that yeah oh Sam I know Sam be down Sam, for, no, okay. I know Sam Sam would be Sam down, be down for, for some shit like okay. that right. yeah, 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 yeah yeah she she wants she's like yo why like look you're you're a good looking dude why don't you I know you got a lot of hot girls at these venues that come around the booth 
why don't you share these stories with me? I'm like, really, it's not like that. But if I do, I'll be more than happy to share right. these stories. Like, yeah, if that's what you want, all right, let's talk about it. I told her about the escort situation. Fat ass, fat this, fat that. Girl was, you know, injections everywhere. She's like, oh, tight. Okay, cool. I mean, and I was, yeah, was going to show her. I was going to like, yo, I was going to send her your right, link. The, the IG. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, you know, I think that's what, you know, the the reality is. Knowing who they are and, and them being understanding and supportive. And they're like, listen, he's a guy. He's going to look at other girls. Yeah, I ain't blind. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He's going to look. I ain't we not doing anything more past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not even if if the if there's a brief interaction, it's a how you doing? You know, maybe somebody introduced us to them. Oh, are you on, you know, are you on uh Instagram? You, you what's your social media? Then it becomes yeah. like a then it becomes a business talk. All right, cool. Yeah. We going we going to talk really shop. If they really want to find you, they'll find you. They'll find you. They you don't, don't, you don't have to get fucking them. DJ. Yeah. They're going to find who yeah. you are. You you're saying your name, someone's saying your name, you're playing your drop. They're going to find who yeah, the fuck you are. There's flyers all over the place. Yeah. So it's not hard for these people, you know, it's not hard for these uh, people to look you up and find who you are. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, they just understand that what it is. So, like I said, check in with her. Night's going good. Blah, blah. I check in with her throughout the night or, the, you know, the weekend that I'm away. Yeah. Here and then we'll have conversations about FaceTime, whatever, you know. And it just, it just gives, it just leaves her more at ease that, all right, cool. He checked in with me. We good. It's not like I got to be on the phone and be constantly being like, no, 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 no. A couple of hours go by. Hey. And I'm not saying Jenna wants attention from you. No. But it's reassuring that you're exactly. getting. Exactly. Like when exactly. I land in the city, I hit up Sam like, yo, just made it. Yeah. You know? And she's like, all I need to know. That's Thanks. all you need. And I, yeah. I feel like that's a small, like that's not even, you should want to do that. You know what I mean? You should want to tell your significant other, hey, I made it here. Or you should want to check in with that person and just being like, yo, this is what's going on or this is what we're doing or, you know, we're heading there. Like, if you're saying, when we talked about the other episode, when you were saying it's good for DJs to get into a city earlier when they get booked, a day earlier when they get booked, right. hey, this is, where we're, this is where we're going. This is where I'm heading at tonight. I'm going to go see the spot I'm spending at or I'm going to go check out this other spot with this other DJ that's yeah. working or whatever, you know, just giving them the heads up of what your whereabouts are for, not, but even more so on like, just a, in case anything ever fucking happened to you, they someone knows where the fuck you're at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, some shit went down at that club and then be like, oh, you know, my yeah. man or my girl was there. Right. Like, shit. Let me check in with them and stuff right. like that. So, I think that's just what it is. You know, keeping the check in, like you're saying, sharing, having mm-hmm. a moment with them before you leave town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and then you're good. I think everybody, I think everyone is happy. 10 minute FaceTime conversation. It's even quick, if it's you know about, what I'm nothing. about nothing. About nothing. Face, FaceTime me. Yeah. Check under the bed. <laughs> check in the closet. Yeah. yeah. Quick, what you wearing? Anybody in the bathroom? Yeah. You know? Shh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> never, 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 never. Um, Go ahead. Well, I want to say that um, there are situations where it's not going to be that easy and no. that perfect because you have a string of bookings day and night and your mind, your your brain is fried and it's from the sun or it's just because you got your head wrapped around so tight on your business and what you're doing and you want to make sure everything is perfect and you're downloading music. Your mind's just on the bookings in the business. Yeah. She has to be, and this is what you create, she has to be comfortable and confident to know that if he doesn't hit me, it's all good. He's getting that money. He's got his head around his bookings. I'm good. I, I need to show strength right now. Yeah. Or I can reach out to him and I know he'll be like, oh, shit. 
busy. Let, I'll get back to you. You know, let me just finish this up real quick. Exactly. You know, I, I've been so busy. I didn't even think about you. You know, and, and that's reality. Sometimes you just, okay, what do I do now? You're not really thinking about your girlfriend. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. You know, no offense to her. So, but she has to, but what you have to create before that happens, you have to create that confidence and trust before you put yourself in that situation. Exactly. And let her know. And it may take one or two times for, for you to go through this. You know, like, again, experience is the best teacher. You may need to let her know, like, look, I don't mean any disrespect when I don't reach out to you. My head is just somewhere else. Yeah, right. my, my head is on my business. And please don't take it as if I'm not thinking about you or, or I'm not considering you. It's just my head is somewhere else. So, But I need you to hold it down back home. Mm-hmm. I need you to have that attitude. He's he's locked in. Yeah. Let him stay focused. Let him stay locked in. And I trust that he's locked in. Yeah. And he will reach out to me when when it's right. You know? Exactly. So you have to create. And that's not up to the girlfriend. You have to create that. Within the relationship, yep. communication. Well, and there's and a difference between like you not reaching out and like on your own versus her reaching out and you not re- responding. Right? right, two yeah. different things. Right. And I think the only reason I bring that up is because I know what you mean in regards yeah. to like I'm guilty, and this isn't just in relationships. Like just in general, like I'm very difficult, or it's difficult for me to remember to reach out to people mm. or check in or do whatever. That's a little more out of my character. But if somebody hits me up, I'm pretty much responding in seconds. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if it's something that isn't, like, something I can't answer on the spot. Yeah. Right? And so I think that's um, that's definitely a good understanding for each other. Yeah. And then I want to ask because— um, Easy. And, and I'll, I'll, Easy. I'll, I'll Mike, I'm still in a relationship. We're about to go to Cancun. Don't. <laughs> Don't fuck yourself. Don't fuck yourself. Me, when I get is, back and she this hears this. This is Ari after. Um, love break you, us up. Love you, after. Sam. Um, no, uh, you and I uh, both uh, had uh, relationships, and you're still in the relationship with someone who was in this, yeah. the, the scene and nightlife. Yeah. And I, I would say, like, one of the most sought out after go-go dancers in the LA yeah, yeah. nightlife market. Yeah. Um, market. Believe it or not, my girl was a go-go dancer at Shrine. Huh. Really? Yeah. Look at that. Wow. All right, we're going to tie all this together. <laughs> okay. And I was dating someone else who yeah. worked a lot with your girlfriend yeah. um, at the time um, that also go-go danced. So with the other side of things, not just from the DJ side of of like the pressures we'd receive, how did you handle the pressures mm. and the different types of eyes yeah. and attention that your girlfriend got. Cause it's a, it's a different ball game in that scenario because think about what she has to wear. Yeah. Cause let me, and, and let me, let me kind of preface this a little bit because I would get a little bit of, um, well, you're the man, you're the one in the spotlight, you're getting paid more or what? Cause you know, each other's situation. Yeah. yeah. You're on the flyer. Like yeah. you're the the big thing, yeah. Um, you're getting all this attention from all these girls. In my case, I was actually even booking the go go dancers the for yeah. a while, so I was getting attention from her peers, right? Um, not Sam, but good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Moving <laughs> just clarify everything right, around here. Right, you know, right. good brotherhood, right? <laughs> yeah. Just be careful. Just be careful. <laughs> but what I'll say, you know, like you know. The smoothing and all that stuff, and you're you're just being friends, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and some of that could get taken the other way. And then when you flip the script, and I'm thinking to myself, well, hold on, I'm the one that's fully clothed. 
Like you're the one, like you know, making that argument at the time. And again, I'm younger. It's a valid argument, uh, though. No, right? I'm younger. Like I don't, I don't really understand the dynamics of dating someone that that has a lot of attention. In mm-hmm. my case, my girlfriend when I when I started dating her, um, and this was through a four year relationship, she had two thousand followers, and when we broke up, she had eighty thousand. So mm-hmm. like the attention, the glow up, the glow up was different. But also, so were the pressures and yeah. the DMs and the offers. Like, yeah. you know, and as long as you know her character, then, you know, you, you don't question it mm-hmm. as much, <laughs> as, as much as possible. But what was your kind of point of view and how did you handle um, that part? You know, you probably won't believe me, but, and I, I really didn't even think about it until you brought it up now, like being half naked. Like, that never bugged me. Yeah. Going into a relationship with Sam, like, because I... To this day, if she says she's going to hang out with dudes, I'm like, all right, cool. Have fun. Yeah. Like, I don't think anything of it. Yeah. I don't second guess. Like, I don't... There's never been a thought in my mind that yeah. she is messing around on the side. And 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 that's... I wouldn't... Obviously, wouldn't want it any other way, but I... Even if that... Even if, like, there was suspicion, I'd either have to talk to her about it. I mean, clearly, you have to talk to her about it. And or you can't, I can't allow that to impede or or just completely get in the way of our progress together, of, of us growing together, um, because it's just a thought in your head yeah. until something gets revealed, you know? And I think that's the issue with, um, that seems to be the issue with the, you know, the, the jealousy situation. So if I, if I were to put myself in that position, let's say Sam was hooking up with the, or not hooking up, but like I thought. There's something fishy going on when she's go-go dancing, and it's more, you know, it's more than just a fishnet stockings. You know what I'm saying? Because it's fishy. Um, so let's say I thought there's something more going on. You're such a dad. I'm, I'm, I'm either bringing it to her attention. Well, yeah, I'm gonna bring it to her attention, but I, I can't. And she, oh, I, and I need to feel it from her. Yeah. Look, Joe. Like, this is just my line of work, and you know this. You knew this before, um, before we met. You knew Obviously, what you did you see me? For. You knew what you signed up for. Like this is what I got to do to get by. I'm in college. I'm gonna be a social worker. This is what I'm doing for now. Mm. Like I don't plan on doing this forever. Like you got to trust me on this. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean, it's a little deeper, but but all right. Cool. And I have to, I have to run with that. I yeah. have to believe that, and I have to be present and focus on what's going on in this moment. Because whether it happened or it didn't happen. I can't think about that anymore. Yeah. I got to focus on what do I got to do? What does Joseph have to do now? Like, Mike, what do you have to do now? You can't be thinking about all that BS. You got a business to run. You got bookings to get to. You know what I mean? That That's in my, yeah, I've never had that issue with her. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have it, <clears throat> an issue with the outfits at all. Like, I mean, yeah. shit, I think I suggested most of the outfits in, in some of the situations, <laughs> yeah. but help them get dressed like this color or that color. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you. But, um, but uh, I think it maybe more so it's like situations where like, you know, they again, like how they might have gotten in a relationship with us and we were DJs before the relationship. Mm. They were go going before we got in the relationship. Yep. So we knew what we were signing up for. Yeah. And we knew the attention. And sometimes the only part that <clears throat> I found challenges in understanding might have been like, you know, there's like friends or promoters or guys that might be a little more handsy or like, 
you know, you know their reputation mm-hmm. and like if they're going to go work with them at their party or like there's been, you know, there could be a situation where like, hey, this budget's this, but, you know, this guy will personally pay for more because I'm coming. And it's like, all right, like we're like, obviously communication is the key there, right? Yeah. And understanding the relationships and the friendships there. And so um, I think it was just a good exercise for us to be able to give a little perspective and with rel you know your girl's djing now and Mm -hmm. as you just mentioned that she used to go go yep um how do you feel i think you covered a little bit of this in the past yeah like with her djing and the attention she might get um as a dj i mean i just give her the same respect that i would want from her you know what i mean like just that just that understanding like we know what comes with the territory you know fortunately for me she wasn't djing before we started dating you know got she, it she she became a working dj after we started dating and um i just you know because i'm a dj i have that understanding so it's i think it's a little easier for me than if it was if the uh the scenario was a little different uh so yeah i just give her the same respect i, I like i said i hang back i let the guys come up and chop it up i'm telling you man she she's on the verge of getting booked way more than me She's a yeah. female. She got a beautiful smile. Like, so people woman, see her. DJ, yeah. good woman, DJ. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's a, people going to come up to her. Guys come up to her all the time. And for the most part, believe it or not, mo- you know, most guys come up to her with the interest of either booking her or want to know, th- believing that, you know, yo, you're a dope DJ. I want to see other spots that you're, you are, you're spending that as opposed to like trying to hit on her and being like, yo, what's the situation? Because she got a ring on her fucking finger, so. The other part that I, before we kind of wrap things up um, on the topic or close to this pod shit um, was it's a different time also, right? So yeah. like social media access and, you know, it's it's really easy to find people if you run into them or whatever. Um, and for women in particular, um, it's, it's also a different world because I'll, I'll say this based on my experience. I used to hold... Um, one of my ex-girlfriends, I used to give her shit about going to like comp dinners. Mm-hmm. And then, but I was detached from the industry at this time, yeah. right? I was focused on the store. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really going to um, many industry events. I wasn't networking as much. And, but her and her girlfriends and you know, the whole idea that, you know, you, you put brought up at the beginning where it's like, you know, they're a similar feather. They flock together or yeah. whatever that saying is. Yeah. Um, Birds of a feather. Birds of a feather flock Flock together. together. Okay, so, um, and so, you know, I've might have heard whispers or things about her friends, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever, and you start to feel like, all right, well, you're kicking it with her, and you're kicking it at the same dinners, yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah. Like, what's really good? Escorts, (laughs) motherfucker. This motherfucker. Your territory. My bad. (laughs) But no, um. But then, you know, I'd start questioning it and, and, and realizing, like, well, number one, obviously, I had a, uh, my own insecurities that I had to work with at the time because I'm not out. I'm yeah. not seeing how this works. Yeah. And before I knew it, as I started to network again and more and more, I'm finding myself at comp dinners every weekend. And I'm like, you damn, thought. am I the escort? You freaking <laughs> thought. <laughs> but, but the reality is, like, you know, as you build the relationships and you know the right people and you know, you send a couple of gift bags and here and there. And like, you know, at this point, anything is possible, right? Yeah. Like you can, anything is possible. You, you get into any club, you could, you know, you build the relationships, you do the things the right way. You, you give a fuck about their actual life yeah. and not just trying to be 
a, a contact. Like I've never gone to a venue or or dinner or whatever trying to come up with like a contact mm-hmm. right it just gets built because you have a natural conversation and your energy's right yeah and that's where it goes that's how it should be done yep reference episode one Boom. do's and don'ts but um you know all i'm saying is i had to go for a circle and get into the back into the scene to help me understand that my girl at the time was just being a part of what's a normal thing in yeah. this society in this yeah. nightlife world like if a girl is pretty and she works in the scene and normally those two things line up, like they're going to get invited to a lot of events. Yeah. And you just have to respect and understand like, look, the more she's seen, the more her business can go up, whether she's a server, whether she's a bartender, mm-hmm. whether she's a manager or she's go-go dancing. Like yeah. all of those things play into effect because if you're seen, people remember you. Yeah. Right? Out of sight, out of mind. That's yep. how you lose work. Yep. You know, you got to be out. And so, um, yeah, yeah, how to learn that. Well, that was a very healthy. Yeah. Well, what's your question oh, from yeah. our, our uh, faithful uh, listener? Question, let me get, grab that for you guys. All right. Well, Joe, let me ask you real quick while, while he finds that. How do you feel or how the honeymoon stage is kind of like automatic, right? Yeah. It's fresh. It's new. Yeah. You're like, you don't really know each other's problems. So it's hard to like hate right. on something. Right. But you know all the good things on the surface, right? Right. How do you and would you advise anybody out there to keep that phase or that feeling like active years down the road? Like, do you do anything special? Is she, like, does she like flowers? Does she like some like food? Being present. And, you know, when you talk about flowers, being spontaneous, like, hey, let's okay. just let's just do let's just go out and do this or something on a whim. Um, but, yeah, that's I think that's the best way. If if it really means something to you, if, if issues come up, you need to do a deep dive. All right. Why does this keep happening? Just so you can understand and just so she is aware. But and like Mike and I were talking in the car, the more she tells that story of what happened to her becomes her story moving forward becomes the story of why you guys aren't progressing be yeah. careful so so be careful <laughs> so understand if it comes to why you need to do a deep dive under you know get to the bottom of it and then let it go yeah stop allowing that to be the story of for you guys and and more importantly for her health yeah you know and that's why i keep saying be present because if you're present, you're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. You're just yep. enjoying the moment. Yeah. True. Question. Uh, talked about if managers at clubs and venues, uh, if a manager at a club slash venue is putting limits on what you can play as a DJ. For example, he said, if you're doing a gig in like Idaho and the club manager says not to play much hip hop, but the crowd you're playing for loves hip hop. Yeah. What? do you do yeah someone well, said in our dm with this question you, i think uh, that just comes down that. to the leverage and the position of that manager like are they the ones booking you do they control that because that's just do you want to play there again or not like it's yeah. pretty simple it's like there's no gray area just because you know what what the crowd wants doesn't mean that that's what you should give them yeah it comes down to what the venue wants and you, you hear that which is basically a watered-down version of 
don't let it get hood in here or yeah. they feel Basically, that you're going to attract a certain kind yeah. of crowd, yeah. which they won't tell you that shit. Yeah. Well, they always promote the party as a top 40 night, but they want to hear hip-hop. Which is they bullshit. I mean, top 40 yeah. right now is hip-hop. It's hip-hop, yeah. exactly. So that that just sounds like a dated club mm-hmm. and a dated mentality. I mean, he did Wait, say which Idaho. happens in a lot of small towns. Yeah. He did say so, Idaho. Dataho. For example. But, <laughs> Dataho. <laughs> Dataho. But at the end of the day, you have to you have to go by the the boundaries you're given. Uh, I think you, once you're aware of this... Or play somewhere else. Yeah, if, if you oh, want to yeah. continue to play there, I think once you're aware of this, you need to, um, when the manager is sober, you need to get on a call with him or, or email and express, look, this is what the people want. Yeah. And and this is what you want me to give them. Can can we make this work to where everybody is happy? Because, you know, it's because... And you can let them know, look, as far as I know, if you promote the night as... Uh, as a specific kind of night, it it usually keeps away the wrong crowd, yeah. you know. But but um, and then when we get into it, I'm gonna you know maybe I can sprinkle some of that stuff in because they know what they hear on the radio. Yeah. They hear Migo, Migos, they hear Drake, they hear Cardi. Yeah, they you know they once in a while you'll get your pop smoke comes out of nowhere, mm. and that's a thing on yeah. the internet. So you know you, I think you need to have a conversation with this manager. And if he's not buying it and you're not happy, then move on. Then move on. Yeah. You know, like like it when when you feel like that's the only um check that you're gonna get, then then you're limiting yourself. But if you feel like I can I'm if, if you truly feel like I can still manifest money and still figure out a way to get paid without this guy, then do it. Yeah. You know, I mean you should be doing it regardless. Like, yeah. you should see it like that because you ultimately want to DJ when you're happy. Exactly. Or you want to be happy when you're DJing. Yep, I agree. Have that conversation with that with that promoter. Um, sit down, explain your perspective from the DJ booth. And Actually, a good question would be: Is a promoter even like the, there hanging out? Saying. Is and, he paying attention, or is he just not there, or is he just running around not paying attention? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess all those things come into play. Is it is he the promoter? Is this promoter the person that's hiring you? You know what I mean? Are they present when the night is going? I'm going to assume that they're present if they're saying not to play hip hop. Yeah. Right. Because like you said, they're not trying to attract a certain crowd. Um, you know what that means when they're not trying to attract a certain crowd. So you know what, if you're an experienced DJ, you know what that means. You know how what not to play, what you can play and what you can get away with. You know what that means. So I think it's just a conversation that you should have with that promoter, GM, whoever the, that booker is yeah. um, for that place. And I, I mean, again, it turns out now, if this is some promoter that, you know, that's a side promoter or a sub promoter that's not booking you and saying, yo, don't play hip hop, go kick rocks, my dude. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm going to play what's going to keep. Because at the end of the day, if you're if you're a promoter or you're a GM and your end goal is to make money. And business move. It's a business move. So at hip-hop the end of the day. Hip hop pushes bottles. Exactly. I mean, assuming it's hip hop. This is what I'm saying. Issue. If you're saying the crowd, if the DJ is saying that the crowd loves hip hop, then hip hop is what's going to keep the people there and go to the bar. I'm, you know, and I'm taking, obviously, if this is a small city, I'm just probably a smaller venue. Bigger venues don't normally say don't play hip hop in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, they want a nice mixture of stuff. Um, that's what, if you are, if you are dealing with people who are buying tables, that's what's going to keep these guys, that's, uh, these people that's there to buy bottles and, and continue on to do it because they're hearing the shit that they want to hear. So, you know, just have that conversation with that, that promoter or that booker, whoever that person is. And um, just express, you know, your perspective and, yeah. and how you how you feel and what could be 
uh, a good idea of uh, approach that you guys can compromise on and just move forward. But yeah. like you said, if you're not happy, then yeah. shit, go elsewhere. You, you know what? I'm going off the cuff here. I've never tried this, but what if you were to tell the booker, promoter, manager, whoever, at, look, hip-hop pushes bottle sales, yeah. right? So, fine, you don't want it. You don't want it to be played. Let's just say when we want our second wave of bottles to come out, let's say I start playing some hip-hop at 115. And let's see if that pushes mm. more bottle sales for that last, yeah. that last, you know, that second win, that last hurrah. See if we can get squeeze more money yeah. out of them, and uh, and if it becomes a thing, and they look, end of the day, they're gonna look at the numbers exactly because you know what's gonna happen if they say no hip hop, and they stop booking, and they stop, and DJ stop playing hip hop, chances are their numbers are gonna go down because that's yeah. what everyone wants to hear. So they'll figure it out. They'll get smart and say, look, let's meet. I, I see where you're coming from. Let's meet in the middle. What if I started playing like the hip hop, hip hop, like the second half of the night yeah. so we can get more bottles to be sold? Because when I, um, I remember doing shows with Foo at Excess in 2013 where no hip hop was played at Excess. Yeah. And, and when I would jump back on after a two hour Red Foo set of high energy EDM, they would say, just play hip hop. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? No, no, no. It's cool. Just play hip hop. Like, they would say, and then they would say, keep playing hip-hop. Just keep doing it because more bottles are flying out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're playing hip-hop. We lose our shit. That was our favorite yeah. time of the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and so it just, like, Excess got it. They, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, just keep, tell the DJ, keep doing that. You know, so it, you know, it depends on who you're dealing with. Yeah, if I, they're, they're smart enough to adapt. Yeah. I think we just, we, we would, to give a better or more in-depth answer or response, we would just need to know a little bit more details. But, on what the scenario so we but, just but I think we, we covered yeah. a lot so hopefully exactly. and if you want to find a nice little middle ground there's plenty of awesome uh, hip hop remixes yeah. and yeah. rap remixes yeah, on djcity.com yeah. yeah, you um, nice you'll plug. be able to get all the exclusives on nice there plug, yeah. and you know be able to play uh, records that don't sound hip hop while still uh, providing for yeah. your uh, managers mm-hmm. with their exactly. opinions and stuff yeah. but um, man that flew by it did it really it, did Good job, boys. Episode 11. Episode 11. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, sir.